0: What's up? What's up? What's up, my bitches? It's your bitch, Allie. Hi. How you doing? How's it hanging? A little to the left, a little to the right. You know what? We can freeball it. Who cares? It's your girl. Your girl, we are, we are here. This is the Be That Bitch podcast where we talk all about being that bitch. And you know, sometimes we solve problems and sometimes we're just shooting the shit. We're just girlfriends hanging out, doing what we do best. Now I'm going to forewarn y'all. This is your warning. Listen at your own risk. I have zero idea of what I'm gonna talk about this episode. Zero idea. I have been feeling very like uninspired lately and I was half tempted to not record a podcast but the last time I did that I basically got death threats in my Instagram um, inbox so I like my life and I'd rather you know keep it so we're just gonna record a podcast and you know what it might be fucking fantastic and it might crash and burn we we don't know and we're not gonna know until it ends but something that I have realized is the podcast that I usually have no idea what I'm going to talk about become some of y'all's favorite ones. I mean, take my sex one, for example. That one has like almost 15,000 downloads. And I had no idea I was gonna talk about that subject until I until I started it and we just kind of rolled with it. So, you know, this might be that exact same one. And then I might, you know, land the plane and I might not land the plane. We're gonna answer some questions. I've got like 25 emails from y'all because when I got my new phone, I did not realize that I wasn't logged into my be that pod at gmail.com. Didn't realize I wasn't logged into the email. So I have a bunch of you motherfuckers that probably think I'm ignoring the shit out of you. I promise you I'm not. And if I don't answer your email, come at me. Come at me, bro. DM me. Say, bitch, I sent you an email. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. Didn't see that. Um, Because to protect my peace, I don't keep notifications on my phone at all. And sometimes I forget forget to check that email because... This is a new thing, right? We've only been around like three months. So, you know, we're still trying to figure figure all figure all that shiz out. Um, what is going on in the life of Allie Griffith? Y'all, school is about to come back in sesh. We have like three more weeks. We started like the beginning of August, like the first week of August. And I will tell you, and this might make me an awful mom, but I am so excited. I am so excited to get rid of my kids 8 hours a day. Not even going to lie. So fucking excited. Can't wait. It's going to be great. They need the structure. I need the time. I am not cut out for 8 hours of playing Barbies. Just not cut out for it. Not cut out for 8 hours of whining and crying and all that. Like I need that break, especially to get some work done. So we're excited, she's excited, and you know, that's all that matters. So if you feel less than thrilled during the summer break because your kids are around all the time, don't make that, like, don't assume that makes you a bad mom. Like, just know that it's fucking hard. Like, it is so hard to be around our kids 24-7 and never getting a break and never having, you know, like, you know, we might get a break during the weekends or when our husbands or whatever, but, like, all day, every day with them by ourselves, like, it's exhausting. It's okay for you to be excited for school about to be started. And if you ain't gonna say it, I'll say it. I'm fucking excited. <laughs> so we are like in the thick of trying to get that stuff situated, get supplies, all that stuff. I am leaving town this week, going to an annual conference with, um, one of my coach best friends, Kelly. She actually did the 75 hard episode with me. We might even record a podcast episode while we're there. We gotta, we gotta fill it out. We gotta see how it goes because y'all love that episode too. And we're just a hoot and holler, especially if we've had a few bevies. We are just mm, immaculate hoot and holler. Um, I also thought about recording this podcast tonight after book club meeting but book club equals wine club equals we talk about all things smut and sex and fucking sex drugs and rock and roll right like we just talk about it all and this podcast could take a very dark turn after that because nothing is off limits that's one thing I love about myself I, I, if you guys don't know, hi. I'm a health and fitness coach, but I am so much more than that. In my groups, we do workouts, we we do fucking nutrition, but we also have a book club in there. We we communicate we have just a great community and so I do book club within my boot camp and so we call it smut club because y'all know I am a hoe for a good smutty romance and so every two weeks we meet and drink wine and talk about the book for like 10 minutes and then we talk about everything else for the rest of the time. It is literally my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, They're just amazing women. Like if I can give you guys any like pointers on happiness in life like find you a group of women that. It's not about competition. It's not about judgment. It's not about who can do this and who can do that and who has this money and who has that money or who can this and that and the other. It's just about like supporting each other, sharing stuff, making each other laugh, and having a judgment free zone. Because I will tell you, it will change your entire life. Like it'll just change your entire life. This group, um, not only my boot camp, but definitely the book club. Like having that freedom to just talk openly about you know sex and about different books and different like scenes in a book that you know turn you on or don't turn you on or things that we're trying with our husbands or significant others all that stuff just having the freedom to talk about that and know that you're not alone in these different situations is just it's everything it's game changing like go online find yourself friends go on um there's this new app i don't know if you all this. But this is how so all my friends really are virtual. I don't have many friends IRL in real life because believe it or not, y'all, I am pretty like antisocial. I'm a very I'm an what you call an amniovert. <laughs> so basically, I'm an introverted extrovert. So I am super introverted unless like I know you, and then you can't get my ass to shut the fuck up, but unless I know you, like I am so quiet. Um, I'm that awkward person that, like, at any party or any like gathering that's like sitting by the chip bowl, like eating chips so she can avoid con- talking to people. Unless I have that extroverted friend that like introduces me to other people and then, you know, I have that buffer. So I don't really have that many friends in real life. So all my friends are digital. Um, but one thing I will tell you is one time I was very like wanting to make friends in real life, I found this app. <laughs> I swear they got apps for everything nowadays. It's called Peanut. So it's like basically imagine this. It's like imagine Tinder, which Tinder was way after my time. Okay, but still imagine Tinder. But instead of swiping left and right for a booty call, you're swiping up and down for a mom call. You're swiping up and down to try, you know, to match with other moms to become friends with. So, like, if, you you know you're like a big wino you'll put like wino in there and if you see another wino mom you can swipe up and you want to chat with that mom and then if you and that mom link then you guys can start and like meet and have play dates with your kids and drink wine like it's epic so i don't even know why i told you guys that but if you're in the market for trying to find in real life friends because you actually want real life friends and not just digital friends like me You could go on peanut where everybody can find a mom (laughs) to be friends with and it's it's a mom friend app It's not like you're trying to find a milf or anything a mom, mom friend finding app. Um so yeah, that's that's a thing. But anyways, you know, we're just we're doing our best and forgetting the rest over here. We just got done reading in book club um a book called Beautiful Carnage, which it's like a dark romance, um mafia with an arranged marriage and a kidnapping in it. I low key feel like I have like Stockholm syndrome because I just find it so hot when the bitch gets kidnapped and then she falls in love with her captor like I don't know maybe I have like a little thing of Stockholm syndrome maybe I need to like tell Chris we need to role play with like kidnapping or whatever I don't know but it, it's so hot and this book was literally all that but I will tell you it is a slow burn so the spice does not come until like 66% of the book but let me tell you when they when they got to it, they did not disappoint. It, if it was like some anticlimatic, like bullshit missionary type shit, I'd be like, mm, "We're not doing that." But it was Chef's kiss. Let me just let me paint you a picture real quick: icicles, and pub icicles, right? Like, like fucking it. It snowed and it's got icicles on the house. Those type of icicles, and cupcakes. I say no more because I want you to read it and you to get the same same you know feelings that i did with that Um, but it was so good i also read a book called freefall which is a mmf which is a male male female and basically what that means is they they are a poly couple um and that was whoo y'all that was mm, 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 mm. also I did an audiobook and this will be the last one I tell you. You guys know I read a lot of books, but I'll talk to these three. I did an audiobook. So, if y'all don't know this, I am a runner. I love running. Um, but I cannot run to like music any more than like 30 minutes. I get bored out of my freaking mind and so I've started running to like I used to run to podcast and then I got sick and tired of that because it was too hard to find like a good entertaining podcast so now I run to like romance audiobooks so not super spicy like the ones that I read but like mildly spicy maybe like a level one out of five or two out of five um but it really helps you like get out of your own head while you're running and have something that entertains you to listen to especially for longer runs like if i'm doing anywhere from a five to a 10 to a 15 mile run like i've got this audiobook in my ear so i was listening to a book called say you swear y'all that book (laughs) (laughs) that book messed me up mentally like I was literally running Saturday and I didn't know if it was sweat or tears going down my face like I was I was destroyed and I'm sure the people at the park that saw me running were like does she hate running so bad that she's fucking crying while she's doing it no bitch don't judge me don't look at me leave me alone let me be while i'm being traumatized with this audiobook but i will tell y'all if you have not ran to listening to like an audiobook you have not learned anything because it will help you so much and you'll blink and it's going to be five miles and then you're going to get to a good part of an audiobook and you're going to realize that you ran past what you were supposed to run that's happened to me quite a few times but it is literally so good and you know i am a hoe for a good raunchy romance so i'm always running to romance uh say you swear is a romance also it's about like second chance at love so like they say your first love lasts forever but what about your second and it's all following her falling in love for the second time and there's like twists and turns and so much ah it's so good it's like 600 pages of pure gold so highly suggest that and if you have kindle unlimited you can get the audiobook for a dollar ninety nine which is like the best thing ever. And if you don't have Kindle Unlimited and you don't want to get raped in the ass by Audible, I highly, highly, highly recommend the app called Scribed. Uh, it's like a subscription just like Kindle Unlimited, so I think it's 10 bucks, but you get like access to all of their audiobooks instead of having to like have a token with audible and then get raped for every book that you want after that. So, highly highly recommend that, okay? So go and try to run to an audiobook or walk or do your laundry to it. I will tell you if I'm have a good audiobook, I will look for reasons to clean my house, which is so fucking weird, but I do. So, that's that's my spiel on that. I'm going to take a sip of water cuz remember y'all, what do we say? A hydrated bitch is a happy bitch anytime like us, you're supposed to drink water i tell you if you follow my rules you will no longer complain that drinking water is hard and you can't do it you'll just do it because it is what it is all right anyways we are going to get to the meat and taters of this podcast episode finally is that just like a a southern saying do other people say we're going to get to the meat and potatoes of this conversation or is that just a southern thing i never know If it, what's just a Southern saying and what's like a a general saying. So sometimes I say things and y'all are like, what in the Sam heck is she saying? And I'm like, I thought that was like a universal saying, but no, sometimes it's just the South. You know, whatever. So we're going to get to the meat and taters of this. I am going to read these emails. I did not organize this. You know me, y'all. I fly by the seat of my britches. We're just doing the best we can and forgetting the rest. So uh, we're going to, you know, this is, this is ask that bitch. I don't know why some of y'all ask me these things, but we're gonna ask that bitch and hopefully I can help some of y'all with your problems. Okay, let's, let's talk about this. Okay, so let's get to the first question. Hey girl, hey girl. So this is random, I'm not sure if you're gonna see this email, I see it. But at this point, I'm kind of desperate. I just started your podcast and I've been trying to figure out where to start. I'm struggling with my weight since I was in middle school and in the past few years, I have also, t- it's also taken a toll on my mental health. I have done Exingular, not sure what that is. I'll have to GTS that. And it worked wonderful and then I hit kind of a bad spot in my life and threw it all away and have gained back all 30 pounds. I just lots and more. I tried to do macro training with this gal that I have been doing workouts. She's also a 110 pound gal and sometimes it's discouraging. Last year I had two knee surgeries and same knee which put me four surgeries on that knee. So there are certain exercises that are very hard especially because I'm overweight. I'm at my heaviest I've ever been and I can't even look in the mirror. It affects me, I'm sorry sweet girl, so many things in my relationship and my mental health. And I'm in two weddings in September and I just want to be comfortable enough in my skin to enjoy celebrating and standing up for my friends on their wedding day. I had my dad on a ranch in the summer when I was off work and having re-season is crazy and I'm exhausted all the time and sometimes the only exercise I get is riding a horse which is only like an hour. Alright, I'm just feeling really ready and tired. Okay, advice. Alright y'all, I'm going to give advice and I also like to forewarn y'all know I don't sugarcoat shit because I'd eat that too, right? So we, we, we keep it raw, we keep it dirty and I am a little bit of a tough love person. So just remember that a part of tough love is love. And that means I love you guys enough to be honest with you. You know that that saying is, right? A friend will tell you what you need want to hear. A best friend will tell you what you need to hear, right? Even if it's hard. I want to be that best friend y'all ain't never had, okay? So when I'm reading this email, I hear a lot of things that I can't do. You're so focused on all the things you can't do that you're never looking and focusing on all the things you can do, right? I can't do a lot of workouts because of my knee. I can't lose the weight. I can't do it because I failed this diet or that diet. I can't. Can't do it because my life got hard and I you know all these things why do we focus so much on all the shit we can't do that we miss all the shit that we can and so yeah maybe there is a lot of things you can't do but there is stuff you can do and if we focus on that we will give us so much more power but also realizing like I don't know what a workout or thing is you know let me google that alright so apparently it is weight loss supplements but y'all I'm gonna say this and I'm just gonna be frank it's not a matter of you know this diet or that diet or this diet or that diet. that's one thing a lot of people ask me this first thing oh what nutrition plan did you follow oh what workouts did you do y'all movement is movement nutrition is nutrition it's not a matter of doing the best and the latest diet it's a matter of changing our mindset that's why i always say if we start with our insides our outsides will take care of themselves yes anybody can see results on any diet but It's a matter of are we going to be able to withstand those results? And so when you're picking a nutrition plan, right, when you're picking the way that you're going to eat, you need to ask yourself, can I see myself eating this way for the rest of my life? Can I see myself enjoying my life and being able to live a healthy, fulfilling life while eating this way? And if the answer is yes, then that is the nutrition plan for you. The one that I follow might not be best for you. The one that you follow might not be best for me. It's all about figuring out a way that we can consistently eat for the rest of our lives and feel fulfilled and feel happy and you know that all really starts and stems with our mindset and changing the way we perceive the food and the way that we view nutrition right if we're focused on all the shit that we can't eat we're never going to be focused on all the things that can fulfill us and make us feel good and so you know yes it can be really hard to You know, find a nutrition plan that works for you and a fitness plan that works for you. But I don't think it has much to do with it being the right one. Just something. Horseback riding is movement, right? Working on a a ranch or a farm and doing a lot of manual labor is movement. Maybe that is all the fitness that you can do right now. Start where you're at right? I am a big component of habit stacking, starting where you're at and adding things on top of that. Right now, maybe movement is not key priority and you can focus on your nutrition. Maybe it's just focusing on eating veggies. Maybe it's just focusing on, you know, drinking more water and then stacking on top of that. And then eventually maybe movement and actual fitness workouts will be important to you. And you can add that in. I, we just get so fixated on wanting to do everything and seeing the fastest results that we're not worried and focusing on what really matters. And that means finding sustainability and finding a path that works for us long term. And so for you, example, I would really suggest really starting with your nutrition, finding ways that you can eat that feel good for you. That when you start working on that and when you start eating that way, I promise you, it will start changing the way you perceive your body. But please do me a favor. Get rid of that scale. Don't like don't put clothes on that don't fit and eat what feels good. And once you start working on you, that there's just insane things that happens with your mindset. All right. Next question. Hey, I know this is a long shot, y'all. I like things long. (laughs) That's what she said. Just kidding. Um, I just came across your podcast this morning, and it's amazing. I've been really struggling lately. I recently got married, and I work for my mother-in-law with her daycare. I have a cosmetology license and I want to work as a cosmetologist, not as a daycare assistant. The situation is she did not like me at first when, we, when her son and I started dating. Now I work for her and she is controlling. So she told me the other day that I needed to be put back on birth control and that I could not get pregnant until she said so. <laughs> um so that really hurt me i tried to quit working for her back in april and she suckered me back in telling me that it would be impossible to replace i need to do what's right for me my mental health but omg i have no idea what to even say to her without her blowing up okay so i might not be the best person to say this to because i have a very like eat shit kind of attitude with people that are controlling, but. First thing I would do is get out of that job yes yes she might try to sucker you in and that's one thing that can help is making sure you already have a job say i already accepted this job it's in my dream you know as a cosmetologist i'm doing hair it's gonna be something i love and something i got my certificate in and i and i so appreciate it and i feel like if you come at it from a place of love right like i appreciated so much that i got to do this and got this experience but this was an opportunity i could not pass up and say that you've already got the position i think that's one thing if you go into it without already having something It'll be easier for her to suck you back in than if you say, I already got this, I already accepted it, it's done. It kind of takes that pressure off of you and puts it on that job opportunity. Now, as for the birth control and all of that stuff, I would really talk to my husband. That is something that I would talk to him about and say, hey, your mom told me this, your mom said this, and it really made me feel uncomfortable and I feel like we need to go talk to her as a united front right because i will tell you as somebody so i don't have any family right the only family i have is my in-laws and i will say that i feel very uncomfortable taking up like taking these kind of subjects to them where i feel like you know it's gonna be i don't know i just feel uncomfortable with it and so it always helps me whenever i have my husband there and we go as a united front and so that's one thing that i would say is all right let me let's talk you know i'm gonna talk to my husband i'm gonna tell her tell him this this is how it made me feel. We're going to get to an understanding together and then we will go to his mom as a united front and share how this made y'all feel together because I feel like that is going to go so much further than, you know, you going at it singularly. But also you have to realize that, you know, at the end of the day, we can only do so much, right? We can only do so much, be so much and we can't let that negativity hold us down no matter how hard it is especially with family and so just sharing you know this is this made us feel badly i feel like that might help but just remember always coming from a place of love she might feel like she's doing this out of a place of love and it just might be rubbing you the wrong way which i don't see how because that's very like to the fact where she wants you to get on birth control till she says that she like excuse me it's my womb bitch i will have a kid when i want to have a kid or me and my husband sorry see there's my defensiveness coming in so yes go at it As a united front with your significant other with the job get a new one ASAP and go to her already having it so she can't sucker you and I feel like that's going to go so much further and cause a lot less of a rift than you just saying you know what nope I don't want this job anymore like whatever right okay so I hope that helps I am praying for you friend because uh, that's a hard situation that is really hard I have been very blessed to have a great mother-in-law. You know, we've had our issues. I'm a very, you know, abrupt, <laughs> very abrupt type of person, but I just don't know how I would do with all that controlling. So, I hope this helps. I hope you and your husband can, you know, provide that united front and go to her and, you know, maybe she'll realize that that wasn't an... All right. Next question. Y'all, I am loving getting to help y'all with all these different topics. All right, so firstly, I just wanted to say I really enjoyed your podcast and currently I'm listening to one right now. There are a few things I would love to hear about. I'm fully into my fitness journey and a new relationship. Things are going pretty well, but I want to be that bitch, for instance. Workflow, I'm in a rut and in a position to grow my career. In the gym or on a run, I will push myself until I'm red in the face. How do I transfer the same energy into my work life? Also, I love the man that I am with, and I see a future with him. We work together and have a great life together, but how do I be that bitch to strengthen our relationship and move to the next step? I know I must respect the journey and not rush anything. I just have noticed I've wanted to rush things and then met to friends of mine and incorporate their recommendations. However, at the end of the day, it's him, and I not all of my friends, if that makes sense. Okay, so that seems like two questions within one. So the first thing is how do we transfer our obsession and like wanting to be great in the gym and our fitness and all that stuff into our work? I feel like we have to make sure that we're as passionate about our work as we are about our fitness journey. So like for me, for example, I will push myself to the brinks with my runs and fitness and all that stuff because I am so passionate about physical fitness, right? So passionate about fitness. But when I worked for insurance, I could give a rat's ass about insurance. And so I would half ass it because honestly, I didn't care about it. And so I think what it really comes down to is making sure you have that same passion that you do for your fitness and your health and all that stuff. as with your career and if you don't you're never really going to be able to put that same energy into your work life until you find something you truly do love and have passion for i'm not saying that you can't do a good job at a job you don't really love and you're not passionate about i am saying if you want to have that like drive and tenacity and that just eagerness to get shit done you've got to make sure it's at something you feel valued at a position that you love a, a field that you love and that's really going to be what helps transfer that energy but remember y'all don't it's not great to always push ourselves to a red in the face until we're overexerted exerted that's what's going to create burnout it's got to find that good healthy balance of and i'm not saying balance I, I feel like everything's a give and take but that good healthy flow of enjoying our career really putting our all into it but not letting it overtake our life the same with fitness right enjoying fitness Letting it add to our life, not taking over our life. And so I think that's a really good place to start is just asking yourself, how do you feel about this job? How do you feel about this position? So that you can say, okay, if I don't really like it, maybe that's why I'm not doing that best the best job I possibly can. And I need to find something that I will feel super passionate about that I will want to give 120%. Now, when it comes to relationship, y'all, I will tell you, Back, back in my day before Chris and I got married, you know, I felt like I had to do everything in this specific timeline, right? Like I felt like, you know, oh, we've got to have kids. We've got to get married. we got to, you know, do this, do that and do the other that I was putting every this pressure on myself and on our relationship. And it made him feel very pressured to ask me to marry him, which then added to resentment. I will say, y'all, there is no right timeline. There's no right way to do things. There's no wrong way to do things. It's all based on how y'all feel. And then yes, it, one of us can be on a different page than the other. And I think that's really where open communication comes in. Y'all, a healthy, healthy, Thriving relationship comes from open communication in all facets, right? We can't be openly be willing to openly communicate about you know our issues if we're not openly willing to communicate about other things because we just have to have that open communication. And so, if you're feeling like you want to move things quicker, maybe that's just talking to him about it. But also the fact that you vented to your friends and all that, you now probably don't know if this is the way you feel or if this is the way that you feel like you should feel because your friends felt that way. So I really feel like it's, it needs to start with you asking yourself, why do you feel like you should be moving things faster if you're happy, right? Because you said it yourself, you're happy in your relationship, you're happy with your work and all that. Why do you feel like things need to change right now, right this second? Is it because, you know, society tells you you need to be married and have kids before you're 30 or because society tells you you need to get married before you move in and you want to move in or all these things? Like asking yourself, why do we feel like things need to change? And if you're like, Like it's because i truly want it then that's when i would go and talk to my significant other and say hey honey you know i've been really thinking about this and i'm really loving the way you know we're together and all this and i'm really ready to make that next move i want to see how you feel about that and if we can talk about it right it's the same way i would do if you know i'm having an urge to try something new in the bedroom or having an urge to try something new you know in our relationship front with dating or anything like that just going to them and having that vulnerable open communication and yes it might lead to some words and some things that you really don't agree with or some difference of opinions but at least it's getting out there so y'all can work through it suppressing things and ignoring them is never the answer to help get past anything okay so if i was you i would first start with your job right asking yourself really figuring that out and then with your significant other in your relationship i'd really just ask yourself if this is something that you truly want and if you're ready and then go talk to him and have that open dialogue and just be prepared that it might end with a difference of you know views or opinions or different speeds that you're ready to move and then you... all right so my boyfriend's wife died six months ago oh Oh my gosh, that's so hard. I'm so sorry. Uh, we were already seeing each other. So wait, were you were you already seeing each other b- before she died, or after she died? That's a little confusing. That that's a little okay. And she was living with another guy. Okay, so they were split up. Uh, oh hold on. <laughs> so my boyfriend's wife died six months ago. We were already seeing each other, and she was living with another guy. So I'm assuming they were separated, she was seeing another guy, and you were seeing him. Okay, got it now. We He still wears his wedding ring, and the one time I mentioned it, he said it was just different than my situation, which was a divorce. What do you think? Oh, okay. So what do I think? I think this is a very sticky situation, and I get why you would be upset because, yes, if his wife passed away, right, they were in a marriage, they were happy, they were together and she passed away, I would 100 percent agree that it is not our place as the new girlfriend or whatever to suggest them to take their ring off. They will do that when they're ready and, you know, whatever. But the fact that they were already separated, meaning that that relationship wasn't really a happy, fulfilling relationship, which is the knocking on doors to being divorced. I would be a little upset too, feeling like he's he's harboring these things. And it would just be a difference of opinion. Because it, I would ask, right? So if you were planning on going through with the divorce, would you have taken your ring off? But yeah, that's hard. Because, you know, you do grieve a, a relationship different once they've passed away versus not. But if they were already planning on a divorce, yeah. But also, just asking yourself why that... I wish I had could help on this one because that's just a hard situation all around. But I would say having that communication with him and saying, yes, he, he says it's different. Maybe ask him, why do you feel that would be different? You know, why do you feel like it is different? And just kind of trying to come to that understanding, I feel like that is the best way to start is just trying to come to an understanding as to understanding why he feels like it's different and coming at it from a place of understanding instead of, you know, defensiveness. But that's a hard situation. Uh, Yeah, that's, that's hard. My prayers are with you, friend. All right. so the next one is somebody is wanting advice on how to get over somebody. I am probably not the best person to talk about this because I have had one serious relationship in my life. I've been with my husband since I was 18. But I have had to get over a lot of friendships that have, you know... Totally backfired and not went well. My maid of honor in my wedding, like, dropped out of my wedding. We were friends for, like fucking 10 years dropped out of my wedding a couple weeks before my wedding and that was a really hard pill to swallow because we were friends for so long and that our friendship like just destroyed we actually have uh matching tattoos a lot of y'all asked me about the tattoo on my arm and i don't like to talk about it because it's from that situation but anyways how would i advise to get over somebody i think time I, I honestly when you're trying to heal from a broken heart or a lost relationship, if it's a friendship or relationship or whatever the case may be, the only thing is time heals all wounds and you know, you're not ever going to fully stop missing that person. Like even to this day, I haven't been friends with her for what, 6 years, and I don't, I still miss her sometimes. Like we were so close and we talked about everything with each other. But I realized that that relationship didn't provide anything in my life and that helped me get over it a little more. But at the end of the day it all boils down to having enough time for our heart to heal and realizing our worth if things didn't work out then it happened for a reason and we just have to know that yes our life's gonna feel a lot different without that person in it right now but eventually it's going to be for the good right it's gonna be for the best and the more that we remind ourselves that the easier and the better it's gonna be to get over it now What we don't do, friends, what we don't do is to get over somebody. We don't get under another person, right? We work through our emotions. We don't suppress our emotions. And so just working through those thoughts, reminding yourself that it's going to be hard right now, but it's not hard forever. And that time will truly alright y'all let's get another question I'm reaching out because I have been wanting to work out and get a routine started but I'm having trouble figuring where to start do you have any ideas alright so my first suggestion is making sure that you start small and work your way up and so a lot of us feel like we've got to go get a gym membership and we've got to go do this and we've got to go do that when we're trying to really establish a healthy workout routine and maybe starting it just means going on a five-minute walk every day for a week or going on a 10-minute walk every single day a week it's making sure that we don't bite off more than we can chew at the beginning and overwhelm ourselves because yes anybody can work out five days in a row one week but can you do that two three four weeks in a row with adding that onto your plate and so what I tell my clients to do every single time is you know they've signed up they've got their workouts all this stuff I tell them now what is your goal like where do you want to be so where do you want to be a year from now and maybe that is working out six days a week and then I ask them okay so where are you right now right where are you at fitness wise right now they don't work out at all they haven't worked out in years okay so we're going to work up to that six days a week but we aren't going to get there now right we are playing the long game not the short game and so when we're playing the long game we gradually increase to create our stamina for longer right like long distance running you gradually increase so you can last longer it's the same thing with this when we're setting these big goals especially if we're going from nothing and so if you're going from nothing and you're wanting to work out six days a week i always suggest all right so let's start week one we're gonna work out one day and then we're gonna go on a couple walks Right, so we're gonna press play on a workout or go to the gym one day a week. And then we're going to do a couple walks and then we're going to do that until that feels comfortable. And then we can add another day in there, right? So we'll add another day of a workout. So we'll go to the gym two days a week or we'll press play on our workout two days a week and we'll still go on our three walks or whatever. And then you just keep gradually increasing that until you get to where you want to go until you get to that end goal. But just realize that this isn't about getting there the quickest. It's about staying there the longest. And if we make sure it's the least overwhelming, then we're going to be able to stay there longer and get there and not feel like we're biting off more than we can chew or overwhelming ourselves. How many of us have gone and gone from zero working out to six days working out and then we're so exhausted, we feel like we're stretched too thin and the first thing we drop is our fitness. That's what we're trying to avoid. And that way, the way we avoid it is by making sure we start in slow doses and gradually increase our dosage, okay? So that is where I would say start. It will help so much. And yes, it's gonna feel weird. And yes, you're gonna feel like you're not getting enough results. You're not gonna get there the fastest. You got to stop thinking short-term and think long-term. Long-term, I wanna be in this for the long haul, which means, yes, I'm gonna have to start. All righty, then all well I think that's all we've got time for today we've already talked 37 minutes I am not I don't think we've had this long of a podcast in a hot minute I hope it helped I hope that you know maybe if you're struggling with some of the things that these other women are struggling with that it helped you a little bit and if you ever need advice or help with anything I'll try to do one of these a month I think it was so good for us to just be able to talk and and shoot the shit together and me to help you you can always email the suggestions at be that be pod at gmail.com or anything you need help with any life situation let me be that bitch to help you out and don't forget y'all if this podcast you enjoyed it or it helped you at all please share it on your stories and then also if you don't mind going over to apple and hitting five star and leaving a sweet note it really does help the podcast grow so much and i appreciate every single one of the reviews so My kid is banging on the door we're gonna go. So I'm gonna leave you like I do every single time in a world full of bitches, be that bitch. Whatever that bitch is to you. Love you, mean it, bye.